you're a wizard, Harry. Expelliarmus! Now, if you two don't mind, I'm going to bed before either of you come up with another clever idea to get us killed. Or worse, expelled. Why, spiders? Why couldn't it be follow the butterflies? Expecto Patronum! Back! He's back! Voldemort's back! You're not a bad person. You're a very good person who bad things have happened to. You understand? Besides, the world isn't split into good people and death eaters. We've all got both light and dark inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That's who we really are. Do you know why I survived, Professor? The night I got this. Because of her. Because she sacrificed herself. Because she refused to step aside. Because her love was more powerful than Voldemort. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf. And Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends. Do not pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living. And above all, all those who live without love. Hello and welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that drafts a magical heist crew to rescue Harry Potter. I'm Danny Weiser. With me is the serious black to my Remus Lupin. It's time again. Ty, what's up, dude? What's up? I uh, have no idea how this is going to go. We've never done anything <laughs> like this before, so it'll yeah. be interesting for sure. Yeah, this is different. This is uh, our our friend and patron, Pat, came up with this kind of elaborate scheme. Really, honestly, when we first talked about it, it sounded like it was like the setup to a D&D campaign session. Which I notoriously like, love. Yeah, which is very much your thing. So I was like, ah, Ty will love it. I'll be confused. It'll be fine. Um, but we we worked out a way to make it actually, I think, work pretty well for this episode. There may be some rules that we have to sort of come up with on the fly. But I think for the most part, I think it's it's going to work. Um, we're wrapping up Expelliarmus. Um, the first two episodes we recorded literally like five months ago. Uh, and so we figure we should probably end it with a bang and with something that's different. Uh, and boy, is this different. Yeah, why not end it with something we've never done before? Let's get weird, Ty. Yeah. Let's get weird. <laughs> It'll um, be, yeah, I don't. I have no idea how this is going to go. It's going to be very interesting. It'll be great. I'm, I'm excited about it. Here's, I'm going to go through this whole spiel. There's kind of a lot of it. Um, but I want to read basically. So Pat worked hard on this. Pat came up with this whole scenario, came up with it a long time ago and has spent the last few months kind of coming up with like little changes to make it work better for this podcast, as opposed to just like hanging out and playing D and D basically. Um, but here's, here's how it's set up. The, the time is it's a week before Harry's birthday when he finally becomes an adult wizard. The Order of the Phoenix is going to move him from the Dursley's house the upcoming Saturday, but disaster is struck. Voldemort's inner circle of dark wizards has learned of the enchantment that protects Harry at the Dursley's, and they know if he becomes an adult there, he'll be helpless at number four Privet Drive. 
Bellatrix Lestrange has managed to cast a powerful time stop charm on all of Privet Drive. Here in the Dursleys and all their neighbors are stuck, helpless and frozen in time. If Voldemort and his minions can keep him there for one week, Harry will be defenseless against their attacks. You have to break the time stop spell and allow the Order to implement their escape plan as described at the beginning of Book 7. So here's the setup. The Order has agreed to let two teams of seven wizards investigate this powerful spell and neutralize its effects, all without alerting the, alerting the Muggle world. Um, the rules are books one through six have happened just as written. So Dumbledore is dead. Sirius Black is dead. Spoiler alerts, by the way. If right, yeah, spoiler for through all of Harry Potter <laughs> for a book that came out like almost twenty years ago. So sorry, Sirius more than twenty Dumbledore years ago. Dead. Uh, <laughs> Ron and Hermione are adults, so they can be included in the plans if you want. Um, since the team will have to operate in plain sight, non-human spellcasters can't be chosen. So for your seven wizards and witches, you can't have like house elves and centaurs and things like that because you have to operate in the normal muggle world. Um, the order has some resources at its disposal. In addition to a wand for each wizard, each team may have one magic item, one potion, and one magical creature, but you can't let the muggles see the creature. So you can't have like dragons or hippogriffs or other like large super you know what i mean anything that would be hard to hard to contain basically um we also have to come up with a plan we can't just draft the team and say go at it we have to have a so it doesn't have to be super detailed you don't have to go into like step-by-step no, step specifics of it, it literally cannot be super detailed because if you steal something and i've made my plan super detailed then oh yeah you don't I'm reveal screwed. your plan until after you've drafted yeah so um so, uh, will you research clever counter charms? Will you find Bellatrix and capture, which will disable the spell? How will you execute your plan? You have one week to save Harry. So, um, we're each drafting seven wizards and witches from Harry Potter, one magical item, one potion, and one fantastic beast. Wouldn't wouldn't um, the overall solution to this would just be let Voldemort kill him because that's the entire Probably. Like, <laughs> I, but it, they did say this is the end of book six before book seven starts, so we don't know that yet. We don't yeah, know but we didn't know it in the shit. moment at the end of book seven. Yeah. I feel like Harry did, right? Eventually? At, know. like, the right before, Maybe. yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, There are a few rules clarifications. You can't pick Harry, obviously. You can't pick any of his possessions or his magical items. So his invisibility cloak, his marauder's map, you can't take. And a Marauder's uh, map would be useless, useless in this scenario. Yeah. Would yeah. Be useless. Um, invisibility probably wouldn't be. That would be pretty sick, actually. Uh, so they're all stuck in the time bubble. You can pick Haggard, even though he's technically a half giant. He's used to moving around in the Muggle world, so he's he's okay. You can pick him. You can also use his motorcycle if you want to take that. Um, if a chosen wizard has a special power, magic item, or a familiar that's documented in the books or the original eight movies, they can use it. It counts. That's kind of all the rules, though. We good? Yeah, I th I'm ready to go. All right, uh, I put our I put our names in a random order generator earlier, and you're first. Oh, okay. Um, um, there's no like, there's no like person that my plan really hinges on. Okay. Um, well, maybe I take that back. Never mind. Um, but I'm gonna take the magical item first because there's not a lot of magical items that would be useful. I googled extensively for an hour harry potter yeah. magical items and most of them are stuff you just sit down and use they're not yeah. like stuff that would be helpful in any scenario 
except for a time turner. So I'm going to draft a time yeah, turner. Yeah, that's a great pick. That is, I only have three items written down, and that was the first one. So that's, it's an incredible pick. Do yeah. over your, if you make any mistakes, any goof em ups, you can just kind of rewind and like it never happened. So yep. that's an incredible game changing. I also probably would have taken that with the first overall pick had I gotten to go first. So, uh, but that means item is off the board, so I can wait till it till was the end to take my item. It was so annoying googling Harry Potter magical items because it's like, oh, or remember all, or the mm-hmm. pensive, and you're just like, ah, okay, I don't. There's nothing that, <laughs> that can be used for. Yeah, yeah, can't really use those. Uh, okay, I, I'm gonna take my potion because I think there's one potion that's gonna be more useful than any of the others, just kind of in general. I'm going to take Felix Felicis. Okay. So liquid luck. It just, uh, I, it is described. What I read is a magical potion that makes the take the taker successful in their endeavor. It just makes you more lucky. It makes you more likely to succeed in whatever you're trying to do. Uh, and just uh, stuff like this, a, a heist, a rescue mission, a lot of it kind of relies on luck. So if that can give me the extra edge, then I'm going to take it. Yeah. Does it make other people around you lucky? I think it's just the person that takes it. Okay. So I would have to choose the like one person who I need to be more lucky than anybody. Maybe one person whose job is like more important than anybody else's in the heist. Yeah. Um. So probably, and I can I'll decide that at the end, depending on who I'm able to take. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. My pick. Then I'm gonna go with magical creature, and there's okay. only really one flying magical creature that can either not be seen or it just looks like a very sick horse. And I'm going with a thrustal, thrustal or whatever. Th- thestral. Thestral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So transportation, basically. Yeah. Basically transportation plus like muggles can't see it unless they've seen death. And if they do see it, it literally just looks like a horse that is like starving. Yeah. So, and, and it's they're black. They're, it's black. They're so crazy. Yeah. It's at yeah. night. So it's hard to see. Yeah. True that. You just just gaslight any muggle that sees it. Be like, you're what do you mean a flying skeleton horse, you crazy person? Um okay, so that means I I kind of I just need to draft wizards from here on. Yeah. There's no reason for me to Same here. to take anything other than wizards. So um man. I this was, the wizards was kind of hard. There wasn't like it's there's One four person. It, it's like super top heavy. There's like four. There's like four yeah. really good picks, and then the rest are like, eh. Yeah, I am gonna take. My team needs a leader, um, someone who's made a career out of doing things like this, out of solving magical crimes and fixing magical issues. Uh, I need experience. I'm taking Mad Eye Moody. Interesting. Not who I thought you would pick. I thought you yeah. would pick this person who's going to be my leader, who I think is probably the most reliable person throughout the entire books, even though he's in the books for like two paragraphs, Kingsley Shacklebolt. He's my number two. He was yeah. the person that I was kind of, I was debating between him and Mad-Eye. They're both experienced oars. They're both used to solving problems. They're both super talented wizards. I, For me, my plan is going to take a lot more like, planning beforehand 
Um, and I wanted Matt. I I think Matt. I feel like Matt is a little more experienced than Kingsley. Kingsley is going to be more useful in the field, actually physically on the mission. I think Matt is going to be more useful beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's why I wanted him. But yeah, Kingsley's the the those two were the obvious one and two for me. Yeah, easily. So that's a great pick. Great and both pick. people that are barely in the books. Yeah. Well, or movies because yeah, Kingsley's like in <laughs> one scene. It's a huge bummer because they're both incredible characters. All Kingsley does in the movies is say that Dumbledore has style. Like, that's his <laughs> one contribution yeah. to the movies. Which is a bummer because he rules. Uh, okay, my my second pick, I, I want another Auror because I need somebody who's not going to panic. I need experience. Uh, and I need someone... I need kind of like a utility player who can do lots of different things well. I'm taking Nymphadora Tonks. Interesting. Notoriously a klutz. She's she's a trained and talented Auror. She's also a metamorph magus, which I don't know if I said that right, but she can she can change her appearance at will. So she's got lots of utility uses that I really value on this team. Yeah, but she's still like humanoid. Like she can change her yeah. nose to a pig's nose. She can change her appearance at will, so she can make herself look like somebody else, which is which can be certainly useful in lots of different situations if I need infiltration or something. She runs um, into a lot of stuff. That's okay. Who doesn't? Well, you're trying I to like be covert, Tonks. so I like Tonks. She's a she's a talented, trained orer, and I need that experience. Okay. Well, then I'm going to take uh, Minerva McGonagall. Yeah. Just utility yeah. can do pretty much anything. Yeah, easy pick. Um, also very high on my list. Also an animagus. She can turn into a cat, so can be useful doing a lot of stuff. Um, okay. Like I said, my my plan is gonna take lots of lots of planning beforehand. It's gonna take some research. It's gonna take uh more than just magical ability it's just going to take intelligence i also want somebody who is determined and close to the situation uh, i'm taking hermione granger nice she's smart she wants to find harry as much if not more than anybody else because they're literally best friends um and she is gonna be she's gonna be kind of mad eyes right hand person in the planning slash research slash like intelligence phase of this operation Yep. Okay, I'm going to take someone, I think it was, was it last week's episode that we said Charms was easily the most important class at Hogwarts? Just for day-to-day -day, day -day use. Maybe. Um, also, this person is a champion winning duelist, like in wizard duels. Yeah, I'm taking know, Professor Flitwick. Yeah. Doesn't get enough shine. I don't, like, he's not talked about enough, but we did get... A little bit of P. I also found it when I was doing my research that he's a champion duelist. Yeah. How can that not be useful? Uh, okay. I've got three. I need to start taking people that are going to be, um, that are going to be the ones that are physically doing. So obviously Tonks is, but Mad Eye and Hermione are kind of like in the planning stage. I need action people. I'm going to take Remus Lupin. Nice. Uh, him and uh, name a better one-two punch than him and Infidora Tonks. You know what I mean? I him and Sirius together. Black. Them and working together is just going to make each other. Oh, Sirius is dead. So I know, but I just named a better duo. You asked me to name a better duo. Okay. 
Okay, can you calm down? Look, that wasn't the question. Um, I just I was answering your question. Relax, dude. You're <laughs> just need it. Chill. <laughs> but yeah, I, him him and Tonks working together, they're going to make each other better. Um, he is brilliant and talented and powerful and is going to be able to do a lot uh, being the guy that physically goes and does the job. Yep. Um, okay, I'm going to take... Oh, man, I don't even know who I'm going to take at this point. Um, I've kind of, like, covered all of my big bases, and now I just, like, need people to fill in holes at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. Based on my plan, contrary to how he is in the book, I think he would be really good at this. So I'm going to take Fred Weasley. Nice. Talented flyer. Maybe. Maybe that's what I'm using for. Maybe not. You never know. Let's see. They're a brave, talented flyer. Loves Harry. Is going to want to go rescue him. So, yeah, that's a good pick. Um, Okay, next I'm going to go... Hmm. I'm going to go... I need another just kind of skilled flyer someone who can do battle magic i'm going to take victor crumb okay does battle magic skilled at transfiguration we see him turn himself into a shark uh knowledge of dark magic due to his time at Durmstrang because they just straight up teach it there so i think he's going to have really valuable insight uh into yep. kind of what bellatrix has been up to and maybe can can help figure out either where she is or how to reverse this uh this curse that she that she cast um, I think I think Crumb's going to be useful. Nice. Um, okay, then I'm going to take George Weasley. Yeah, get both of them on the same team. Yeah, can't split them up. All right. Uh, so that I've got five people. So do I. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I got five. Yeah. Um. Then I am going to take. This is tough. We're getting down to kind of the kind of the dregs here, if we're being honest. Um, I think there's something to be said for determination and just like their attachment to Harry and how driven they're going to be to get this done. He's maybe not the most useful normally, but he loves Harry and that's enough. It's, I'm taking Ron. Ron Weasley. <laughs> not on my list at all. He... I, I, it's the same same reason. I mean, obviously not the reason I picked Hermione, but I think it's I think it's important to be determined to get this done because you, if nothing else, like when you just want to find Harry because he's your friend and you love him. I think that's important. Yeah, he yeah he was not. I did not consider him whatsoever. Yeah, I get it. Um, because you also got to think you have now you have Hermione on your team. So if Hermione and Harry are ever separate, where is he going first? What a weird, weirdly specific. Like if they're both I, I don't in think trouble, it's, yeah, I don't think it's going to come into play in my with my plan. Never know. Okay. <laughs> I don't, actually, with the team I've constructed, Ron's going to Harry because Victor's saving Hermione. Because they're like best friends. Right. Well, Victor is obsessed with Hermione, and Ron would be very jealous at, of that. At this point, they're friends. 
It's it, we we know that they're pen pals basically at this point. They stay in touch. They're pals. Yeah, I'm just saying Ron wouldn't be happy with that. Okay, I think I'm you're just, just looking for things to. You're looking for holes where there are none. Just throwing it out there. Um, okay, I'm going to choose. Oh gosh, this person really isn't an or, but they deal with like dark magic all the time. Um, I'm going to go with Bill Weasley. Okay. He's like a treasure hunter or something like that. Now I feel bad for taking Ron. You're taking the rest of his family. I I mean, I literally have his entire family except for him and Jenny on here. <laughs> yeah. Um mm, I've only got one more one more wizard left to pick. And I've got a few I'm I'm gonna take someone because my plan is gonna involve directly confronting bellatrix i'll just put that out there now someone is going to have to directly confront bellatrix i'm taking the one person that we know for a fact can take bellatrix in a duel i'm taking molly weasley Ooh, okay we literally see her take bellatrix out calls her the b word and it's awesome so i'm going with the proven track record of, of taking her out also every team needs a mom um okay question we're making up a mm -hmm. rule on the spot if okay. i draft somebody whose loyalty is in question later on do i flip them over to my side well I've, I've drafted all seven of my people so we can just put it out in the open if you want i can't draft any more wizards like if i were to draft let me think of something that wouldn't be this person um like if i were to draft a Malfoy, would they change loyalties? Interesting. Um, I don't think so. I, I don't think you can just say they're changing because you drafted them. I think it has to make sense. They have to have some sort of motivation. You know what I mean? Okay. Because at this point, at the end of book six, start of book seven, they're still fully Team Voldy. Yeah. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go with um, this person. I'm trying to think what happened at the end of book six. Um, they. Incredible audio. It, what? In, so incredible in, audio. In book seven, they were able to rise to the occasion given the opportunity. So I'm just giving them that opportunity sooner rather than later. Cause I know okay. that they can rise to that opportunity. So I'm drafting Neville Longbottom. Yeah. He was the last person on my list. He was the one that like, if I, if I want to, if I want to take a swing here, Neville, he's, he's brave and you know, he's going to follow the instructions of whoever the of Kingsley, who's the leader of your team. Yeah. He's going to follow their instructions. He doesn't need to shine. Yeah, so exactly. I think, I think that's a good pick. All right, I'm going to take my item. I've only got item and beast left. You've just got potion left. Right. Um, I'm going to take my item, and I am going to go with a location orb that we saw in the newest Fantastic Beasts film. Uh, it's in the French Ministry of Magic. What it is is it's like a globe that reveals the location of magic being used across the world. 
And so I think I'm going to be able to use this in part to help figure out where Bellatrix might be. Oh, so hopefully, okay. I, hopefully I, I won't need it. I may not need it, but if I do, that'll be just another means to kind of track down Bellatrix. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like a glass. It's like a glass orb, and you you know those things that like you would see at like a Spencer's where you put your finger on it and it's got it sends like a shockwave looking thing to you. It's it's basically that except the lines are where magic is being cast in the world. Yeah. Um, okay, then all I have left is my potion, and thankfully, because of Hogwarts Legacy, yep. there is an invisibility potion, so I'm taking the invisibility potion. Yeah. Yeah, easy choice. Um, speaking of Hogwarts Legacy, I'm taking a beast that we, 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 see, we see in Hogwarts Legacy, we also saw in the Fantastic Beasts uh, movies. I'm taking a Demiguise. So what a demiguise does is it can a it can turn invisible if I need to. So if I need to hide it or whatever, I don't have to worry about transporting it from A to B because it can make itself invisible. But what I'm using is it has this ability called precognitive sight, which means it can foresee the most likely outcomes in the near future. So I'll be able to use its precognitive sight to figure out as basically as I'll explain it when we get to like explaining our plan, but I'll be able to use its precognitive sight to figure out if what I'm the avenue that we're about to pursue is the correct one. Yeah, you're basically just using it like Minority Report. I don't know what, my, what that is. Precogs. It's a. I mean, I'm so sorry, I didn't see Minority Report. It's a future world where these people they attach like wires to these precognitive people and put them in a pool. It's very. It's not a good movie um starring <laughs> tom cruise um okay. and they predict crime and then you're arrested before you commit the crime and then oh. tom and then they predict tom cruise Sketchy. commits a crime and then the whole movie is him running away from everyone else he, th- he listen the man likes to run so yeah sounds like a perfect role for him yeah okay. it's not a uh, good movie it's not <laughs> it doesn't good. sound good it doesn't sound good all right we've got our teams of wizards we've got our potions our items and our beasts ty what's your plan for stopping bellatrix of strange's time stop spell and saving harry okay um so the reason i drafted flitwick is because he's the charms professor at hogwarts which mm-hmm. i'm assuming is the best magical school in the world um so he's the leading charms person that's fair i think that's fair to say so he's just going to break the the charm he's gonna have a counter spell to it because he spends his entire life teaching that so he's gonna break you 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 don't have a plan for figuring out what the counter spell is your plan is flitwick knows it already yeah i mean he does if anyone knows it he knows it so he's gonna use the counter spell um Minerva McGonagall is going to keep lookout along with Flitwick um, and she is going to have the time turner so she's going to position herself on high ground which she can somewhere as a cat Um, and she's going to look out as the plan's going on if something happens she'll reverse time and go help out Um, everyone else is going to like converge they're all going to wear muggle clothes. No one is going to wear wizarding clothes because it's the dumbest thing in the world to do when you're trying, <laughs> when you're operating in the muggle world. They're just going to wear jeans yeah. and like, or like black jeans and a t-shirt or black pants and a black t-shirt. Just 
normal covert stuff. They're all just going to sneak into this village and they're going to go to Harry's house. Kingsley Shacklebolt is going to grab Harry and everyone else while he's going in is going to kind of just patrol the outside of the house. Okay, make sure nothing's happening. And then they're all going to go separate ways. Kingsley with Harry. Kingsley drinks the invisibility potion. Harry already has his invisibility cloak. So they're just going to sneak out of the neighborhood while everyone else goes in opposite directions, kind of as they're leaving, patrolling to see if any Death Eaters come in. They're going to... Harry and Kingsley are going to get to the Thestral and go to a safe house to be determined wherever the closest safe house can be. I don't know. I don't know where locations are in the wizarding world because no one ever says anything other than Grimmauld place. I don't know where anything is. So whatever's closest to London. Um, and as they're leaving Flitwick is going to put the charm back on the neighborhood in case okay. in case no Ooh. one if if no one has come back and like seen that the the charm is no longer there or even if they're still in there the death eaters he's going to put the that back on there just to give them some extra time if anyone comes and checks it out I like that okay so i have to send i have to send a, a, a summarized version of this to pat I, did, I don't want to. We don't want to give him too many details. Here's what I have: Flitwick knows the counter charm to stop Bellatrix's time stop charm. They grab Harry and sneak out of the neighborhood while McGonagall's on watch. Take Harry to a safe house. Flitwick puts the charm back in the neighborhood. Yeah, I, I'm not giving him details. I'm not giving him too many steps. Do you that, need that to give like, him what we're doing with our magical items and potions that we use that we've drafted? Uh. So I'm not. I'm trying not to give him too many details because it goes against the spirit of the show, where that we make our judges fill in gaps. Okay, then I don't want you to say that your user takes Felix Felicius. Then, yeah, though that's fine. Okay, I'm not going to send that to him. I'll, I'll explain it to you, but I, I won't send that to him. Okay. Um. Okay. So my my plan, it takes a lot more work beforehand. Uh, and so Mad-Eye, Hermione, uh, probably Remus, probably Molly are working together. They're using a combination of the location orb as well as the Demi guys to figure out where Bellatrix is in the world. So they're going to use they're going to use the orb to see where people are doing magic. They're going to be able to see more powerful magic, larger concentrations of magic. Um, and they're going to basically say, okay, that's where it is. That's where we're going. They're going to use the Demi guys to figure out if they're right okay. before they go. So they're not wasting their time going to all these different locations. The Demi guys is going to let them know if that's actually where Bellatrix is. When they've located Bellatrix, uh, that's when we send Tonks, Lupin, uh, Victor Crumb, Molly Weasley. We're sending them to Bellatrix to incapacitate her, basically. Uh, don't necessarily have to kill her. If we do, I'm not shooken up about it. Basically, we're just trying to incapacitate her enough to get the charm to fall. When the charm does fall, that's when Mad-Eye, Hermione, and Ron go to number four Privet Drive to rescue Harry. Um, He's got a broom. He's already got the Nimbus 2000, so we've got transportation taken care of. Um, And they're going to get him out of there basically just as quickly as they can. Ron and Hermione are there for 
uh, to keep Harry from freaking out and sort of quickly explain things because they're the people he's most comfortable with. And he just went through this wild experience where time was frozen. So they're explaining things to him quickly, keeping him calm. Mad-Eye's keeping a lookout. He knows what to look for if there are any extra traps or whatever. He's also going to be the one that's going to be able to think quickly on the fly if there are people there um, to get them out super fast. Um, I think Mad-Eye's also the person taking Felix Felicis because if something does show up if stuff hits the fan he's got to be kind of the one to make the quick decision or to act quickly so he's going to take the potion okay so here's what i'm sending to pat um locating bellatrix using the orb uh half of the team confronts and incapacitates bellatrix the other half rescues Harry. Fair? As yeah. as vague as yours? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. I like this. I think both plans work. Yeah. Personally. Also, I, I just Googled, like, how would you do whatever differently? And there were so many, like, why didn't they just, like, why didn't Harry use a polyjuice potion to look like yeah. Vernon and or, then just get in a cab? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why Why didn't they put a, have Harry drink the Polyjuice Potion to look like random London passerby? It doesn't doesn't really make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, kind of at all. But it was cool seeing a bunch of Harry Potters, I guess. Was it? If that's if that was the goal. Listen, <laughs> I, we're trying to give him something. You know? <laughs> trying to give the smallest benefit of the doubt. But no, it doesn't make any sense. I think our plans are better than the nonsense they came up with. They got Hedwig killed. I'll never forget them. Well, it's just like why choose the like loudest, noisiest plan possible instead of like it's uh, it's bad. It's, it's, it's just a bad, it's a bad smart. plan. <laughs> Our plans are better. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Yeah, Our plans are much better. Um, all right, let's take a break. Let's get Pat in here. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Ty as we, as we did something a little different. Um, we. Have uh, attempted uh, attempted a heist draft, which we've done before, uh, but this one had a much more intricate scenario, much more like specific scenario. So it certainly feels uh, a bit different than anything that we've done uh, on the show before. I hope you had fun with it. I know I had a blast with this one. This is one of my, one of the more fun episodes for me. I I've talked enough about it on here about how much like I love D and D and stuff like that, and so this felt very very D and D to me to me in a way that I thought was was super super fun. We're gonna be joined here in just a second by Pat. Uh, Pat's one of our patrons. This episode was his idea. Um, and he's also using this as his Patreon benefit because he's part of our $12 tier. Uh, and one of the benefits of that is you get to be a guest on an episode. You get to tell us what, what topic to do that episode. You also get to be the guest on the judge on that episode. Uh, and so Pat's taking advantage of that. The first of our patrons to take advantage of that. So really excited to talk to him about this. Hope you guys have had fun with Expelliarmus this year. Uh, it's uh, probably the biggest thing we do every year. One of my favorite things that we do every year. Um, it's not too late to get an Expelliagus sticker if you'd like. Everybody who joins the Patreon, uh, I'm going to send you a handwritten thank you note. I'm also going to send you a ranking sticker and an Expelliagus sticker. You'll get access to once a month bonus episodes. You'll get, if you're on a high enough tier, the ability to uh, be a guest judge on an episode just like Pat. Um, I'm going to, we're going to send out things like stickers probably a couple times a year. Uh, we're about to start doing live uh, watch parties 
um, where we're going to release the audio tracks of those afterwards to patrons only. So you can kind of listen to those as you watch along with movies. We've done it once for Twilight before, uh, but we're going to do those once a month. Um, so it's a good time in there. Come hang out with us in the Patreon. Um, speaking of our patrons, I want to give a shout out to Tana McCandlish, Stephen McCaskill, Patty Houlihan, Kyle Banduho, Kevin Riley, Sam and Salvi, Dave Nato, Brandon Ulrich, Zach Rich, Ryan Yeager, Ron Jimenez, Rod Schweinsberg, Robin McGowan, Pat Lusk, and Meredith, aka Juice. Thank you guys so much. Um, hang out with us next week. We're we're back to our normal, regularly scheduled programming, back to normal episodes. Uh, no themes or anything, just kind of standard rankings for a while. Uh, we're going to be talking athletes who have Star Wars sounding names. So if, if it's anybody who's been a professional athlete before, who if you were to name a Star Wars character after them, it would sound very much in place. Another idea we stole off TikTok, uh, a re- very funny TikTok idea. Um, so I'm excited to do that one um hang out with us in the in the discord it's free you can tell us episode ideas you can make fun of us you can talk about our rankings whatever link to those in your social media bio uh okay back to the show we are back with this week's special guest judge it's my D partner our patron and our friend it's pat lusk pat what's up dude hey guys how we doing good to see you both how are you buddy welcome doing back good. Ty. it's yeah. been a long tie free summer we've missed you buddy I have y'all have, have the people actually miss me. Let's be honest. I think yeah. so. Actually, <laughs> believe it or not, as weird as it sounds, as befuddled as I am by it, I think people might have missed you. You, you, you guys are a package excited. deal, man. Come on. Uh, yeah. Doesn't like that, that suck? <laughs> doesn't that suck that we're like so closely tied to and, each and other? And Danny might have mentioned one or two times that he's going to be glad for you to be doing the editing again. He he might yes. have alluded to that just just slightly. Yeah, we we've Our, gotten I, to the I point. I listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> we've gotten to the point. Editing's not hard anymore. We don't do a ton on this show anyway. We do a little bit of cutting out background noise if there's stuff that has to be edited out. But like, we don't. We no longer edit out us and ums because we feel like it sounds more natural when we don't. Um, so it's a lot of just like mixing things together. It's not difficult. It's not super time. It's just kind of annoying. It's annoying to have to deal with. Uh, and so I'm pretty thrilled that I don't have to. Hey, I, 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 I hear you. I, I did like 140 episodes of a of a Fallout actual play podcast where I just recorded myself. Never edited a damn thing. It was ums <laughs> and ahs and oh, f f bombs and everything else. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. We uh, that stopped after like episode 15. We had one friend that was like, "Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like natural conversation." That was enough for us to never yeah. edit that stuff out again. <laughs> I, 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 that was, maybe that was so long. I listened to some of the early episodes when I first started joining, but maybe I don't, I don't remember that. Maybe I was jumping around a little bit great. in the early days, but yeah, I've got the, I've got the uh, Ron Statmeister you know, full experience going on now. It's, you know, <laughs> oh my it's, uh, ride or die with the podcast. <laughs> Bless him. Um, all right, Pat, you're here for a couple of reasons. One, this is your idea. This is your brainchild. You presented it to me originally a few months ago before Ty even left. And I was like, this idea rules even if it's not for a podcast episode i want to play it as a D one shot <laughs> because it's just a very fun idea um so i'm I glad that we were this might be the only thing that could possibly get me into D. yeah it's like a scenario like this with somebody else that's not me i'm not i'm so sorry no so i'd only play with danny <laughs> i cannot play D. danny come on just think you, you're you're the game try... master ties the party leader it's perfect <laughs> he's yeah. gonna try so hard to ruin it for me specifically he's gonna like 
like attack me in it, and it's just gonna make me so mad. I don't think I can do it. I don't have See, it Danny, me. Danny won't admit it, but he's actually really good at running these kind of little goofy impromptu D and D sessions. We had a really fun one shot with him. Hey, when I have good. when I have some information in front of me, if I don't have to come up with everything from scratch, I can manage. Can I just like roll to annoy you? Like I don't have to like actually like physically no, harm I, you. I just I roll to annoy. I can't do it. I don't have it in me to play with you. I would. It would be just the worst. No, that experience. that 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 might be the end of whatever you. What, I mean, I don't know if you guys call it a friendship. I'm not sure what it is. If it's a frenemy situation, official <laughs> business partners at this point. Yeah, that's true. I, you have also, a Patreon together. More so than friends, we're associates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Patreon, Patreon, you can get yourself some beautiful Harry Potter stickers if you're a if you're a Patreon subscriber. Oh, the they plug. are awesome. Look at you. Yeah. Speaking of Pat, the other reason you're here, not only uh, are you a friend of ours, not only are you the guy who came up with this idea, you are a patron. You're one of our first patrons, one of the OGs, um, and, and you are a part of our highest patron tier, which comes with a reward that we don't talk about super often. Uh, because we we kind of like it to be for the people who who have sought it out, um, but you, this is a Patreon benefit of yours is that you get to come on the show, you get to a tell us what episode you want us to do, uh, and b you get to be the guest judge on that episode. And so this is the first of those Patreon benefits that we've kind of given out. So I'm really excited about this. Yeah. But so what Danny's saying is this nice way is like you, 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 I, we have to, you have to pay us to let you come on our show. That's, that's, <laughs> We're obligated but, to let you on here. So, but that is okay. I'm happy to do it. So I've been looking forward to this all summer. Yeah, this was like, you know, the other reason like it ties back, it's Expelliagus. We're going to do this thing and hopefully it'll be a little bit of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wrapping up Expelliagus. We, we were talking earlier, we, we recorded the first two Expelliagus episodes like months ago, months and months ago. Um, and Ty came back for week three of Expelli August. We were like had to relearn how to podcast together because it had been so long. And so now we're we're finally back. We're fully in the swing of things. We gotta go out, go out, take Expelli August out with a bang with this big, very different idea, different from anything that I think we've done before on this, on the like 150 or whatever episodes of this dumb show we've done. Well, well ha- having having a peek at the list, I think I think it's gonna be some fun. I think we're gonna have some fun with this. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to, we got to, I feel like there's a lot we need to explain without revealing our list, which is, I guess, well, Danny, I, you're just the, you know, designated I, I got a talker. few questions yeah, and okay. maybe the, you know, cause I, I, I don't have a winner. So this is going to be like a real contest here. Cause there's uh there's some strengths and weaknesses on both teams and uh, I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be some fun. So. All right. Uh, let's just get to it. I say Let's there's rock. no point yeah. beating around the bush anymore. Uh, uh, how this is going to work is I'm going to read, uh, team A and Team B out. I'm also going to read the kind of short summary of our plan that I sent to you. Uh, and then Ty and I are shutting up for a bit. Pat, you get to talk about picks that you like, wizards and witches that you'd like, if you like our potions and item and beasts that we pick, um, if you think the bare bones plan that we sent you is good, maybe try to fill in some of those gaps yourself if you think you can. Uh, a few questions are okay as long as they don't really give away whose list is whose. Um, but you kind of have to put a lot of pieces together yourself, pick which plan you think is better, and then we can kind of reveal everything to you at the end, see if you were right, see how close you got. Um, kind of the point of this half of the show is we put you in the hot seat, probably unfairly, but we think it's more fun. Hey, I came up with this. I came up with this crazy idea, so I deserve it. Let's rock. Yeah. All right. Uh, team A, the Wizards and Witches are Kingsley Shacklebolt, who's the leader of Team A. 
Minerva McGonagall, Professor Flitwick, which we didn't remember his name. It's Phileas, right? Is it Phileas Flitwick? Phileas Flitwick. Um, With an F, not a PH. Thank you. Uh, Fred Weasley, George Weasley, uh, Bill Weasley, and Neville Longbottom rounds out Team A. Uh, They're taking the invisibility potion, which we decided only one person gets to take that. It's not everybody doesn't get an invisibility potion. One person gets it. But we didn't tell you who is taking it. Uh, for funsies uh the item is a time turner obvious one uh, and the beast is a thestral which we figured counted for a few different reasons it's not exactly oh, small not small. easy to hide but it's hard to time seize. turner very strong choice a lot to be done uh, with time turner team a's kind of bare bones plan is flitwick no flitwick is the premier uh charms professor in the entire world he probably knows the counter charm to stop bellatrix's time stop charm uh they once it's stopped they grab harry and sneak out of the neighborhood while mcgonagall's on watch she's a uh, uh an animagus she can turn into a cat easy for her to kind of keep watch from up high uh they take harry to a safe house flitwick puts the charm back hopefully the death eaters and bellatrix are none the wiser uh team b the wizards and witches are mad eye moody who's team b's leader obviously uh, nymphadora tonks hermione granger remus lupin victor crumb ron weasley and molly weasley the potion is Felix Felicis, a.k.a. Liquid Luck. Uh, the item is a location orb, um, as seen in the newest Fantastic Beasts movie, we believe. Uh, and the beast is a demiguise, which I don't know if you're familiar with. But, uh, it's not. I did look it up, um, though, so I have a little, okay. little, little familiarity. Team B's uh, kind of bare-bones plan is they use the location orb to figure out where Bellatrix is because we assume that she's not hanging around Privet Drive. She doesn't really spend time in the Muggle world. She's probably on the other side of the world by now. Locate her. Uh, half of the team is going to go confront and incapacitate Bellatrix, which would bring down the time stop charm. Uh, the other half of the team goes and rescues Harry and gets him out of Privet Drive and gets him to safety. Um, they did This Team B did have specifically who which half of the team was going where, uh, but you can figure that out yourself. Cool. Well, this is uh, these are these are great teams. I know I know all the wizards involved and okay. most of the other stuff. I haven't seen the Fantastic Beast movies because okay, you, you don't well, need to. Don't yeah, it looks it probably doesn't matter. And yeah, you know, and, and I, I'm sure you guys cover this because I know you mentioned it in some of the other episodes. But I think just we kind of go on the record here that she who must not be named she she sucks mm-hmm. right. So yes, yeah, that's yeah. one reason why yeah, I've yeah. chosen not to see the magical beast movies. Just. But, just Google just Jude Law as Dumbledore, and then you'll yeah, get the best out of those movies. And then you can just read the plot summaries yeah, on Wikipedia. Yeah. If you can find a Jude Law as Dumbledore compilation on YouTube somewhere, you will have seen the best part of the Fantastic okay. That movie. That is a good tip. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I, I doubt that uh, that old What's-Her-Name can monetize a, a YouTube compilation. So that's <laughs> all right. Good deal. Okay. So no, these are really strong teams. And so my questions are going to be some like nitpicky things, but I think that it's going to okay. be a fine line. There's maybe a little bit of a leader in the clubhouse, but no, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I can also, if you're unfamiliar with any of the potions, items, beasts, or whatever, I can explain those. I think that's, yeah, no, I I looked up location orb. Seems pretty clear. I like, I like, I like the bringing in of, uh, you know, something to kind of track down belch because that's obviously a, you know, that's, that's tough, right? Where is she? You're you're Mm -hmm. right. She's not going to be hanging out on across the street. She's going to be somewhere really hard to find. Um, So Kingsley, obviously one of the top wizards, Good at uh, wandless spell casting, silent spell casting, lots of skills. Hard to argue with him as a leader. Uh, McGonagall, McGonagall, 
very strong. Flitwick, again, those top three right there, very, very strong team. Now, mm-hmm. um, Fred and George, they're they're kind of a combo. What were you thinking, or what was uh, are they are they muscle? What are what are Fred and George? Because they're 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 strong spellcasters, but they're a little bit chaotic. Are they going to be able to stick to a plan? That's my. They're, they're strong flyers. They're strong spell class casters. They love Harry and are going to work hard to try to get him back, which which we we decided is is important. But they're just going to be able to. They're going to follow instructions. They're going to fill in the gaps. They're goofballs, of course. We know they're chaotic, but not in situations like this. Not Fair. when not when stuff hits the fan and it's time to get serious. Um, also, they're sneaky. They know how to get around without being seen. They're used okay. to it. They've spent uh, the majority of their time at Hogwarts okay. trying to not get caught. Um, and so they know they know how to be sneaky. All right, good, good. I, li- I like it. That's that. That's good. I I, I agree with that because they when the chips are down, I think mm-hmm. Fred and George are guys you can rely on for sure. Now, Bill, yeah. tell me. So, Bill is the banker, right, of the older Weasley kids. He's he works for Gringotts. Um, uh, yeah. Bill works for Gringotts, but he's not a banker. He's a curse breaker. That's right. Yeah. So he okay, okay. That yeah. I was trying to remember what his he, magic. He's used to dark magic. Was. He's got lots of okay. lots of experience dealing with dark magic and curses and things like that. And, and through and his you, work, you, you hit right on it because that's where I was going after this. Is you got you know Kingsley very strong across the board. He's an aura, so he's probably got some good dark magic experience. He's an aura, right? I think I'm remembering that right. I think that's his job. Kingsley, yes. Okay, yeah. So good dark magic there mcgonagall obviously super strong super experienced flitwicks charms meister you cover that but that's good that you brought bill in because that does cover what i identify as a little bit of a gap is the the dark magic now what about um Mm -hmm. what about neville i mean neville neville comes through neville 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 is the the man right he's secretly the hero of you know he's secretly the hero of the entire series we just you know just doesn't become obvious till the end but he hasn't really come on into his own this summer it's it's when it's when the trio's gone and everybody realizes that Neville is the man and also you know the best looking kid at Hogwarts too, as he as it as it mm-hmm. turns out when he's an adult. Uh so what's uh what's what's Neville gonna bring to the team at this point in his magical development? A few things about Neville is one, he's underrated by everybody, um, which can be important when you get into a serious situation, nobody's gonna be focusing on Neville. Um, we know that Neville rises to the occasion. Uh, Neville comes through in the clutch. We know what happens at the end of book seven. He has it in him at the end of book six, the beginning of book seven. Um, so we may be just speeding that timeline along of him just realizing his potential okay. and, right. and, and really coming through in the clutch when he needs to. All right. Visibility potion, clear, you know, clear, clear use for that. That, that, that's obvious. I, I like the skirting around. See, I was trying to keep invisibility, maybe not fully on the table, but you guys found a way around my little restriction with, Harry's magic item. So good on you there. Well done. Uh, Time Turner, obviously super powerful, but it's probably not going to turn back the clock more than maybe a few minutes, right? Or is, or did you guys see hours back. there? Yeah. And sure. so in the movies, I think like five hours back. Is yeah. They've seen, okay. they do like a full day. I think, I think they go back okay. like a full yeah, day. And, I, I read something when movie. we were, when we were researching this, because we both said that the time turner was at the top of our our list yeah, for magical yeah. items. Well, and then um, in the cursed child, they which is canon, they Harry's son uses it to go back to when Voldemort killed Harry's parents. So like, oh wow, yeah, okay. 
Okay, uh, well, it, okay. it, all, it says on the Harry Potter wiki, you can stay in the past for about five hours at a time without the possibility of serious harm to the traveler or to time itself. So it's okay. not guaranteed that it happens, but that's when it kind of opens and, up. And I guess you, think you about can it, safely uh, go back about five hours. Yeah, and Hermione can do like a day's worth of classes. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, Thestral, you know, I like, again, kind of getting around that. I said, yeah, no dragons. But, you know, Thest- now I wonder, can a muggle who has seen death see a Thestral? Even if so, this plan is happening at night. Thestrals are black, so they're going to be hard to see in the first place. Yeah, yeah, definitely at nighttime. Yeah, okay. If they are at that point, uh, that person has seen death. uh, They've gone through trauma. We're just going to gaslight them into thinking that they're crazy and didn't see a flying skeleton horse. Yeah, okay. That's probably okay. And and I definitely with you that Neville comes comes through in a pinch uh mm-hmm. and um very loyal definitely he's just like the weasleys he's going to do anything for harry so okay that's yeah. that's fair okay um now maybe just finally on the plan for team a um i i like it it's uh you're you're definitely bringing strength against strength with flitwick with the counter charm makes a lot of sense um uh, mcgonagall on watch definitely man, makes sense she's gonna be a good you know she can go either in the air on the broom she can uh you know maybe be uh in her in her cat form so i'm liking that um, but it's a little bit kind of hinging on Flitwick, right? What if, uh, is there, is there this plan A have it, or does team A have a plan B if Flitwick runs into trouble with a counter charm? Uh, maybe, maybe that has to be a, maybe that has, maybe you didn't talk about that. Maybe that has to be an after decision. Yeah. That's kind of getting, okay. Fair. fair. I don't want, I don't want, not trying to, not trying to, to, to get ahead of the curve. All right. That's, that's, that's my one question about plan A. I like it. I yeah. like the team a lot. The bare, uh, the bare bones of plan A is the core of plan A. It's a traditional get in and get out without yeah. being seen type. I like of it. Keep it simple. Types. It's a nice heist. Don't split the party. Classic D and D. You know, team yeah. B, strong team, but splitting the party can be mm-hmm. fatal in a classic D and D situation. Okay, all right. So let's uh, let's let's go through team B again. Mad Eye. So Mad Eye, you're you're you know, dark. Nobody's going to know dark wizards. Nobody's going to be more alert at all times than Mad Eye um is he uh a little too obsessed though is he going to be able to keep a clear head and not get caught up in you know, getting obsessed with fighting dark wizards is he going to be able to keep his so to speak eye on the prize yeah i mean he's the one that orchestrates the thing at the the seven different everybody's a harry all of a sudden plan and so when there's a job to do he gets the job done Okay. He knows All the right. importance of making sure this specific job is done. I don't think he trails off there. Okay. I think I think we're you know, Nefedora is solid. Um Hermione, obviously very solid. Um now we do know though that Hermione is unusually weak when it comes to dark magic. Is she gonna be a uh is she gonna be a liability to team B if Dark I think ma- we're getting it, we're getting in in. too deep into specific. Okay. She has a right. specific right. job on this on this crew that can be explained. Ah, I, think, I like it. I think okay. that's getting. I, I like too... it. See, that's yeah. that's what that's the thing with a heist. You got to have a job. You got to have a driver. Yeah. You got to have a you know. Got okay. That's good. I I, I like I like having assignments. She, um, she's got a specific role that plays to her strengths enough that she was drafted third on that team for. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So oh, the, that's order, right. yeah. the order we sent them into is the order that that team drafted them. Okay. Oh, all right. Smart. Smart. I like it. Okay. So that, that then falls in that Neville's strong, but, but not, not, not top six. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I struggle with Remus a little bit. He's solid. 
I view him as kind of a utility guy. He's he's got a lot of skills. I don't know that he's got one. Is that how did the person who picked Remus have something in mind for him, or is it just more like he's just strong across utility the guy? Okay, I like that. Versatile. I like that. Well, okay. well versed in lots of different areas of magic okay. that he's going to be able to plug in where needed. Yeah. All right. Now I, I tell you, I I probably would have taken Molly over Ron though if I were this team. That's um, uh, hard seeing Ron as a six pick over over Molly. But well, we talked yeah, about it's, with it's friend, friend George. There's the uh, determination because of how you feel about Harry is going to play into a factor for for your motivation and uh, who loves Harry more than Ron fair. Yeah. Yeah. And Molly, obviously very devoted mm-hmm. to Harry and his safety. So my only last thing about the wizards on team B crumb, obviously super strong wizard, mm-hmm. uh, good on a broom, hardly, hardly anybody better than crumb on a broom. So that all makes knowledge sense, of dark but... magic because they sure yep. teach that at Dermstring. That's right. Yeah. So lots to say for crumb, but he doesn't know these guys. He's the, is he the only non British? Everybody else is uh, British, mm-hmm. right? So is he gonna? Yeah. Does does he know the guys enough from his year at Hogwarts to be able to really so be an effective team player? A few things we know about Crumb at this point in his life is him and Hermione are still friends. It's said that they're pen pals basically at this point. They keep in touch. Um, we also know from him at uh, Bill and Fleur's wedding that he really despises dark magic. And or dark magicians, dark wizards, uh, because he remember he sees Xenophilius mm-hmm. with that mark, with and the, he just yep. gets pissed off and said he wants to duel him. Um, and so uh, I think the idea there is, uh, hey, we have a chance to take out one of the most powerful dark wizards in the entire world. Are you in? And he's going to say yes. Okay. All right. I like it. Compelling argument. Oh, I didn't. I didn't give a guess as to who was going to use the invisibility potion. Um on team a i could see it maybe being mcgonagall so that she can be invisible while she's on uh kind of air cover duty or as a cat um could maybe see it being flitwick to let him get closer to the house with the counter charm um or it could be whoever's going to grab harry and get him out Mm. i'm going to go with flitwick that's going to be my guess you can tell me when we we, after we announce the winner um so i'm going to guess flitwick is going to do the invisibility potion. So Hermione, who obviously knows how to use the time turner, is not going to have it. She's not on this team. And McGonagall knows about the time turner because she suggested it. So I'm going to guess maybe McGonagall is going to have custody of the time turner as kind of an emergency if something really goes wrong. They crank the time turner. That's my guess there. You can confirm when we start talking about the the, the winners. Um, okay. Thestral... We don't have Hagrid. There's uh, if it was uh oh geez the other Weasley uh the the uh, dragon Charlie dragon rider guy um, Charlie yeah yeah Charlie yeah. if it were Charlie he'd be the obvious uh, Thestral rider candidate. I don't know that any every of these guys we- are... every Weasley has a cool job except for uh the dad yeah and Percy but yeah you can you can oh, yeah, Percy yeah <laughs> okay. Oh, um, all right. So, okay. So, and maybe that's, so that's, we can, we can talk about that when we, when we, after we announce uh, who's, which team is which. So, but again, strong, strong choices of support stuff there for team A. Uh, team B, Felix Felicis, obviously hard to, hard to not pick that up. Now, were you guys assuming everybody could get one or is that maybe just one no. dose? One, one, no, person. just one person okay. can take the potion. 
All right. I, I agree with that. If it was an easier potion, maybe everybody gets it, but Felis Felicis, we know that's a toughie. Um, let's see. Who needs the luck in this scenario? I don't know if you could trust Ron with the luck. Because he might go, uh, you know, he, you know, we know Ron can get a little bit out of hand. I, I'm thinking maybe, um, maybe Tonks has the luck potion because she's got a lot of skills. But don't know. I'm not sure about that one. And then the 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 location orb. I'm not sure it matters a whole heck of a lot who does that. Um, that might be something good for Remus because he's just solid with everything. I think he could master a tricky magical item. And then the beast. I'm assuming, uh, hopefully this is a general enough question. I'm assuming the Demi guys, Demi geese, however you say that, is for like making somebody invisible at a crucial moment. Is that the idea? Uh, the idea for the Demi guys was their precognitive abilities. Oh, so, that part. Okay. That yeah. makes sense too. Okay. Similar to the time turner gives you a little bit of a little bit. Okay. All right. Strong, strong, very strong. I can't wait to listen to the episode and hear the, hear some of the draft conversation. Uh, okay. So plan A already picked on that a little bit. It feels like eh, it's super reliant on Flitwick. Um, although again, you know, super strong charms wizard. So hard to, hard to nitpick too hard. Nitpick on team B is, you know, I was joking about it, but it's for real. You split the party. You know, if, if Bellatrix has got, you know, some nasty death eaters helping her out, protecting her, half the team might not be enough. Um, again, with Crumb, I assume you're going to send like Crumb and Moody uh, up against uh, with maybe. Maybe Nymphadora, maybe Tonks goes after Bellatrix because she's an aura, or at least an aura in training. But I assume I assume Moody and Crom uh, would go after Bellatrix um, as the people sort of most passionate about uh, fighting dark wizards. But it's it's the upside of Plan B, Team B, is that you kind of hedge your bets a little bit because sort of either one might work. It might be enough just to take out Bellatrix. It might be enough just to get Harry out. So maybe you got double your chances of success. So it's uh it's hard to argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is extremely tough. Like, I have this no is probably this is probably the hardest decision a judge has had to make because you. This is probably the least information any yeah. judge has ever gotten. That, that's okay though, because yeah, so much but, of it relies on explaining it in detail. Yeah, yeah, and, and that was part of yeah. You know, that's why I told Danny when he and I were talking about this. I mean, you guys looks like you did it the way I wanted you to, which is like it's open ended. There's no right answer. Just have some fun with it. Yeah. You know, put together a cool team. So, um, boy, this is really tough. I, I could just about coin flip it. Um, I may have to almost just pick on the weak link. That may be the, cause there's, there's really not any, cause you got Ron and Neville are maybe the weakest links, but they kind of, they match off. They both got strengths that maybe back up for that. I love the Fred George pairing on team a. They're going to, you know, they're, you know, that's, that's strong. Now, and see, you could have that a little bit with Nymphadora and Remus, but I don't know that we've ever seen them be a team. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they have the potential to be really strong together. Oh, geez. It's hard to go against Hermione. Geez, guys, you made this really hard. We did so good, Ty. Look at us, huh? Yeah, man. I'm proud of you guys. Who would have thought? This was great. Who would have um, thought? Yeah, no, this, um, I am going to is so slight. And when I give you my list, you'll see a couple of commonalities that kind of say, you know, team B was a little bit thinking the way I was. So the winner is team B. Mm. Ah, yes. 
Wow, that was super close. Uh, it, that either team could have taken this. Ty, your Harry is dead. I win, which means your Harry died. That's so sad. <laughs> so then we get to the conclusion of book seven faster. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. camping. There's no yeah. need to camp. <laughs> Honestly, but your book seven is probably way better. <laughs> yeah, then it just, yeah, we get to. Less hiking. I, I guess I win the overall story. You just win the scenario. Yeah, that's right. You wrote yeah. a better book. You wrote a better book. The tragic end. There's a hundred years of dark wizard rule under under an immortal Voldemort and you know the great, <laughs> great, great grandchildren of 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 Ron and uh and Ron and Hermione come and save the day. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh so let me, hey, let me why don't why don't real quick, let me read my team and give my idea real quick, and then that'll uh, let yeah. me explain kind of why what picked my eye out for, for B. So uh so my team is um uh and I, I gave jobs. I like jobs on my heist teams. So your team leader and your Ministry of Magic expert is Kingsley Shacklebolt. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So hard to argue with Kingsley. My next choice may be a little controversial, but he's got a role to play, just like you guys said for some of these. Uh, the Ministry of Magic insider is going to be Percy Weasley. Oh, okay. We- Weasley was a we- weasel himself, but there's a reason. Wow. Uh, the field leader, also going to be Remus. Super strong. Um. The other thing I, I said, we need a privet drive insider. That's going to be Arabella Fig. That's right. We're going to have a squib on the team, but she's got okay. a very important role to play. Interesting. Uh, and and then this is where this is where uh, my this is where I also have some respect for Team A because I've got a backup plan. Uh, you guys said McGonagall was going to kind of be doing like you know, cover. I've got Hagrid in the uh, in the flying motorcycle, and Fred and George kind of doing air cover all over the whole thing. So they're they're okay. kind of keeping an eye out, and if uh, if they need to swoop in, fight off some dark wizards. If Harry's unconscious when he comes out, they shove him in the uh, they shove him in the motorcycle. And Fred, yeah, Fred and George are used to protecting Harry on brooms. They've been doing it for years on the Quidditch team. That was my idea there. Um, the magic item is a firebolt because if they get Harry out and he's conscious, then give Harry the damn firebolt. Nobody's going to catch him. Oh, sorry. Can I say that? That is that a mind? Yeah, that's where I can get yeah, it. That's okay. fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I need to find out when the when like Jude is going to be old enough that we can you know, have the the big squares on the show. I feel no. I feel like that word's definitely good enough. He's like what yeah. in eighth grade, he's seventh four, grade. He's fourteen. Okay, now. yeah. Right. I think I think the big squares that. need to be coming out pretty soon. But that's another <laughs> <Yeah>. conversation. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I don't know if you remember Danny. The original stereo I said two potions. Um, uh, yeah. not a not a huge not a huge difference. I uh, I gave also went with Felis Felicis. Um, and I'm going to give it to Remus. Because Remus has got a job to play in uh, in my scenario, and uh, I said my second potion was a Polyjuice potion of Rufus Scrimgeour. The current okay. now now he's going to be out soon. He's going to be killed, and uh, Thick Ness is going to be in soon. But right at the moment, Scrimgeour is still Minister of Magic. So there's right. they've got a Polyjuice okay. potion, and I decided I didn't need a magical creature, so I didn't have a magical creature on my team. So my idea is. Um, Arabella Fig was happened to be at the shops when uh, Bellatrix dropped the uh, the time stop bomb, so she was not trapped in Privet Drive. Her house is in the bubble, but she's she's free. Um, and what we what we learned is that the the flu network, which we know is being monitored by the Death Eaters for a connection to Privet Drive to Harry's house on Privet Drive, the flu network is not disabled by the time stop. And Arabella Fig, even though she's a squib. She's a member of the magical community, so her fireplace is on the flu network. Mm, okay. So here's the here's the scheme. 
uh, Mrs. Fig, and the, the the rest of the world doesn't know about this. It's the Muggle world. The, the Wizarding world doesn't know the, the shenanigans of Privet Drive. So uh, Arabella Fig is going to send an owl to the flu network and say that her flu uh, flu connection is down, and they need to send to have somebody at the uh, Ministry of Magic flu network control reset the connection. And that is going to be done by Percy Weasley, who has temporarily got himself assigned to the flu network control, and he's working the night shift. Okay, He's going to push the button, and instead of connecting Mrs. Fig's fireplace, she's going to connect the Dursley's fireplace, but, Her- but Percy is there to cover up, cover up the connection. Then Kingsley is going to be inside the Minister of Magic, ready to drink, drink the apologies potion if he needs to overrule anybody. Because the scrimgers on the way out, but he's still minister. They're going to listen to him if there's an emergency. Yeah. Remus's job, most important one, he's going to be sitting at um, the Black Ancestral Homeland, ready to go into the flu network, and he is going to from the flu, from the Dursley's fireplace. He's going to cast a little-known spell. Mobilicorpus, which he has shown the ability to cast, which will let him move Harry's unconscious body through the flu network and escape. They'll bring him to the Sirius Black, and then that will give them the time they need to more leisurely shut down the char- shut down the the time stop charm, and they'll protect Harry secretly at at the Black ancestral home until the the spell drops, and then they'll push him back into Privet Drive for the big escape. The Book of Seven. I like your guys' plans a lot too. Mine's not better. I like that. But there's some commonalities here yeah, with yeah. Remus. You got to love Remus. I got to love. Yeah. You also got to love putting Fred and George together. Uh, but Remus and the Felis Felicis were kind of the two things that 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 sort of caught my eye on on, on Team B. But both both super strong. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's so, good. Danny, you want to run through some of the questions that we couldn't cover since I uh, for for I knew whose whose team was what. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. What, yeah, what questions did you have? So, so I think a couple of things like who's um, maybe on Team A, you said the invisibility potion was for a specific person. Right. So so my plan, very cut and dry, get in, get out. So Flitwick is breaking the curse. Uh, Minerva has the time turner and she is like keeping a watch over the over private drive, just watching as everything's going on. Kingsley's the lead. He has the invisibility potion because when he grabs Harry, Harry already has an invisibility cloak. So they both throw it on just as an extra precaution. They get him, get out, and then they go find the Thestral that's right outside of Privet Drive. And once everybody's off Privet Drive, Flitwick puts the charm back on just as to give him a little bit more time. Kingsley and Harry get on the threshold and go wherever the nearest safe house is. All right. That's that's strong play. So McGonagall's doing air cover. Basically, yeah. Oh, so yeah. like right. as a cat, she's on like a chimney or whatever the highest okay. point of Privet Drive is where she can see everything. So if something does go wrong, she can just turn back time, fix it, go back. Good, good plan. So Neville, does he? Uh, and and you guys talked me into you know, like pro Neville. I gotta gotta love a Neville. Uh, anything in particular for him, or is he just there, just sort of as a team player to to be uh, you know, somebody loyal to Harry? Yeah, mostly these people, other than Kingsley, Minerva, and Flitwick, everyone else is kind of just running either decoy or patrol. 
to stun or silence any Death Eaters that might be in the area. Um, so Neville would be with Bill because obviously Fred and George are going to be working together. Um, and I just figured, you know, he's given every time he's given the opportunity to rise to the occasion since book four, he's exceeded expectations. So just, Strong. yeah, just rushing that timeline up a little bit more. Strong argument. So uh, huge. Uh, I think everybody's a huge Neville fan. He's the he's the Sam Gamgee of uh, the Harry Potter books. Exactly. So, the unsung hero. So all right, very cool. So um, Danny. So on Team B, um, who gets the Felix Felicis? I gave it to Mad Eye, um, and so the reason there is everybody has a job on my team. I like uh, it. And so I've got a. I've got a lot of pre actual job stuff to do, like a lot of preparation. Um, and so it's going to kind of hinge on Hermione, uh, Mad Eye, and probably Molly, I think, are doing the bulk of the pre job research work. They're using a combination of the location orb and the demiguys to locate Bellatrix. Because what the location orb does is it shows the location of magic being cast all across the world. I assume that Bellatrix is probably casting stronger magic than your average wizard or witch. Sure. So it's yeah. going to be, you're going to have a few less places to kind of look for, but you're going to be able to use the demiguys' precognitive abilities to figure out. You decide, okay, I'm going after this spot on the orb. This is where Bellatrix is. Use the demiguys to figure out if that's the correct place to go or not. So you're not wasting all of your time going all around the globe, essentially. Um, but I wanted I wanted Hermione there for the research because she's yeah, just strong, brilliant. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, then, I thought about putting Hermione on mine as kind of like a muggle expert because of that reason. Yeah, she's, yeah, that too. Yeah, but no, I like that. Um, but once, uh, as far as the actual job, the way I'm splitting it up is Tonks, Lupin, Crumb, and Molly Weasley are going after Bellatrix. We know where she's at without a doubt because of the orb and the yeah. demiguys. They're going after Bellatrix to incapacitate her, and that which is going to bring down the charm. And I'm putting Mad Eye, Ron, and Hermione on Harry retrieval duty. Uh, Ron and Hermione specifically because they're Harry's two best friends. He's going to be confused and kind of discombobulated because he was just caught in a time stop spell. He's not really going to know what's going on. Ron and Hermione are going to be there to be able to calm him down and explain things to him. And he, we know he's going to listen to and trust them. You can't leave any room for doubt in that kind of situation because you have to move quickly and mad eye is going with them because we need somebody who knows what to look for he needs to look for signs of dark wizards lurking signs of traps um if something does show up if something hits the fan he needs to be the one to make the quick decision or to like cast the quick defensive spell if somebody tries to jump them and so a lot hinges on if something does go wrong he has to be the one to fix it in that situation he's going to need more luck than the average person on this job Right. Okay. So yours is kind of more the classic heist where you've got like the prep and the pre thing and you got the people. Yeah. yeah you got somebody who's somebody whose job, you don't really know what it is until the last minute and they kind of step in and fill the gap. So no, that's yours is more yeah. classic. And I, th I think ties is almost more, uh, could be more um, like action adventure heist where everything kind of falls apart and goes wrong, but they, 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 they recover through just, you know, sheer, yeah. you know, sheer force and, uh, and, and cleverness. So no, nice, nice. Well, well, the done. thought you is guys, Tonks, Tonks is an experienced or she does this professionally. 
uh, Lupin and Tonks together are going to bring out the best in each other. R- Lupin is going to be able to help out with kind of the research stuff because he's smart. He's also a skilled battle magic user. Uh, Crumb, familiar with dark magic, skilled battle magic user. Uh, Molly Weasley, the only person proven to be able to take down Bellatrix the Strange. That's yeah. why she's going. Nice, nice. And yeah, I was, I, I was, uh, Thinking just the other day, I was listening to one of my Harry Potter podcasts, and they were talking about you know, premature deaths and everything. I was thinking, like, I'm like, why do we have to take away Remus? Like, Remus is so yeah. good. He's he's kind of my favorite, like, just character that I just like when he's when he's when they're writing when she's writing about Remus. It's like he's great. I just love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of let's see. Uh, actually, well, no, we lost one of the Weasleys. Yeah, you lost one. Of, I'm just thinking who who actually died in seven. You know, went lost one of the. One of the twins, we lost Mad Eye, we lost yeah, a lot of a lot of Team B, high mortality rate in Team B with uh you know, with with Mad Eye and, and, and Tonks and Remus all uh, all falling in, in book seven. So no, well done. Thanks, guys. You guys uh you guys did a great job with this. This was uh a lot of fun to to talk through and uh, very tough decision. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for picking the right team. Clear winner. Those are fun for sure. Clear, obvious, never a doubt about it for a second winner, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 good. For, yeah, for, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ty, you, you look like you're going to explode over there. Are you okay? No, no, that's good. Whatever. <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like you're it's lying. Just coupled with, you know, the loss, and I'm almost positive when my lights flickered, my AC went out. So Ooh. I am just starting to overheat because oh, no. it is Ty- – 8.05 p.m. and it's still 100 degrees in Houston. Oh, my yeah, God. It's one, I'm looking at it right now. It's 102 here. So I yeah. hope it's just like a break or something. Or you just need to I you hope know, so. tap your thermostat yeah. to put it back online. All right. Having said that, let's go ahead and get out of here so Ty can get his air back on. So he yeah, yeah go, go cool off. Duck, duck your head in a bucket of ice or something. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the rankings. Huge thank you to Pat. Pat, this this idea was incredible. Yeah, um, it was really fun. You did a great job judging it. You came up with a really fun team. I thought this was fantastic. So thank you yeah, so much. Thanks, for guys. You guys did great. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for running a great Patreon, great Discord. Discord's free. Patreon's not. It is. Thank you. Look at it. I, that's my line. I'm about to say that. Uh, <laughs> I'm stepping all over your lines. just like a terrible guest. Please join your videos for every list of podcast follows on Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free. Join our Patreon. It's not. You can find the link to those in our social media bios and our show notes. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then. Oh, and Harry, don't forget, when you're done, just give it a tap and say, Mischief Managed. Otherwise, anyone can read it.